Okay, this is uh, episode 10. 10! Culture Crawl DS. ATX yes. at District Kitchen Cocktails Jeez. and Be More Pacific. Yeah. Um, and today we'll be talking about um, being a part of the democratic process, more specifically running for an elected office in and around Austin, Texas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, so I'll start by asking the question, what does it mean to be a part of the Democratic Party? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a question for you. <laughs> okay. I think most people only pay attention to politics every other November, mm. but, you know, but to actually be, be part of any political party means paying attention to things throughout, throughout what we call the cycle. So, you know, registering people to vote, mm. um, yeah, and looking looking for good candidates. Um, you know, talking to voters about the issues and trying to understand what they care about. Mm. Uh, there, you know, off-year elections like we just had. Uh, you know, a mayoral election in Pflugerville. And, yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, and you know, school bonds and stuff like that. And so, an off-year election. What does that mean exactly? Yeah. So it's, it's off year because it's not a presidential election, so it's two, or is it, or are there elections every year and most people don't know that, and then an oh, off yeah. year is something else? Yeah, there, there are elections every year, and I, I think a lot of people don't know that. Mm. Uh, yeah, like they're, they're midterms in the, you know, in between the presidential elections. Right. So like the Ted Cruz, Better Aurora race we right. had, that was, that was a midterm, and that actually got a lot of attention, but people... You know, I think a lot of people don't normally pay attention to midterm elections. We had the highest turnout in a century for midterm right, elections. Right, right, this year. right, right. Yeah, Beto did a really good job. Actually, I was talking with some friends about it, and we've been seeing current politicians um, travel around the country. And what I was saying to them Thank is you. maybe the reason it was a big deal is because he made it a um, he made prosperity. Um, he made it an an issue to go to all of the counties, mm-hmm. which is why I think, and then with that Facebook following, he made it a popular thing, whereas most people don't actually right. pay attention to midterms. Okay, yeah. so there's presidential election, mm-hmm. midterms, off years are those two in between. Yeah, okay. yeah, the odd, the odd numbered years. Got it, got it. Okay, okay. And so inside then of those off year elections, that's when voter turnout is usually the lowest. For sure. Yeah. Because it's, and I would say, based on my own experience, it's not publicized enough, mm-hmm. right? Yes. I mean, that's also tied into where are you consuming your media on top of that? Right. Because not many people read physical copies of anything anymore, right? So yeah. A lot of it is digital. Yeah. So then if it's a lot of it is digital, then that means you're either getting them on the TV Mm-hmm. Or some type of device, right? Some type of device. Right. I'm gonna say that some type of device, yeah. right? Um, instead of a physical copy, and we don't promote everything as much as we should. As this, when it comes down to important things of that nature, mm-hmm. like being involved in society, being involved in elections of of state, local, and federal. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is that it's also not taught in the school to have a deep connection with you whether you are a part of a political party mm. or you're just interested in, like, about what's going on in your community, right? Because like, that's right. ultimately what it is. It's governing the body, yeah. Yeah. governing your people. So yeah. it's being involved in every step of the process mm-hmm. from the federal, state, the local, the city hall, council mm-hmm. women, council men, you know? Yeah. 
right all those all those times that there are the opportunity to vote rarely is it publicized like yeah. I think the the Pflugerville vote had more signs out yeah because these two individuals know each other and um, they were willing to pay yes right to play not necessarily pay to play but since Marshall wanted to be mayor yeah it forced Gonzalez to defend himself yeah but if there was no um, if there was no competition we would no one would have talked about the fact that he was up for re-election you know that you better a very good point because I look at how many times on a ballot people are running unopposed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you're running unopposed and if you and this is and if this is your second time running yeah. unopposed, probably like, oh, I got this. Yeah. yeah. You're probably right. like, oh, I'm not doing anything. Do anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. I, I don't need to go out there and promote. Yeah. So then it's like a learned behavior yeah. that then has impacted what else is the media. Because yeah. if you're not doing anything, yeah. then the media isn't going to even think to look at mm. you yeah. to promote you in some yeah. shape or form. Right. And then that's where it becomes yeah. a requirement for the party to yeah. recruit candidates. Yeah. So how are you guys... Um, so I saw the reason we're connected is because on fa- on Facebook I saw hey this position is running unopposed is anybody interested? Huh? Um, do you guys recruit like that all the time or like what's the process? Behind uh, no, that's pretty unusual in Travis County. Uh, we're we're really fortunate that usually candidates just step up for okay. local office and we don't have to do any any recruitment. Hmm. Yeah, and of course this is a. I mean, most of Travis County is pretty heavily Democratic, so mm-hmm. you, they know they have a pretty good shot at winning. Uh, statewide, it's it's a different story. There are a lot of counties in Texas that don't have a Democratic Party, mm. or if they do, it's you know it's three people who get together for coffee, right? And you know, and, and it's 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 a really uphill battle to recruit. Now, Anybody. when you say there's no Democratic Party, is that <clears throat> does that mean there's no established party, or there are no people who vote for who vote Democrat either? Uh, there, I mean, there are some people who vote for Democrats, and you know, in every county. Okay. Yeah, and you know, when Beto was doing his tour of every county in Texas, somebody turned out to every one of his events. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. right that's right. And I know there was one. There was one uh, visit he made. I forget which county, but it was up in the panhandle and had one guy show up. Mm, okay, okay, okay. But, you know, that's a higher level of engagement than voting. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but people to be, like, the, you know, the county party chair or, or a precinct chair, the, you know, or anything like that, like, yeah, some, some counties just don't have anything, and then there's no, and it's, okay. you know, it's a real vicious cycle of, you know, well, there's... You know, there's no party, so there's no candidate, so there's nothing for a party to do. So you know, and mm-hmm. and then and then it eliminates just involvement in the community yeah. with the politics. Yeah. Regardless of if you know, because I think right now, when we say politics, the word comes with divisiveness. Yeah. But politics is the creation of an established group of people who are supposed to be looking out for the benefit betterment of the group right yeah um so if you if you don't have political engagement then somebody else is making decisions Mm -hmm. regardless of what your experience is yeah Yeah. it's no longer a democracy yeah Yeah. right Right. see and that that's where over the the, over the years has impacted doing well thank you and and that's what the challenge is because 
you know, it didn't start, you know, it didn't happen overnight, right? This is something that has been learned over the years because of a lack of engagement from multiple individuals on both sides of the spectrum. And we're also not focused on what's best for the country, right? We're doing what's best for certain individuals of that country. But now, holistically, this is us collectively coming together to to address whatever these issues are for the yeah. community. Yeah. Um, and government's all about governing and, and governing with... Uh, what's the right word? Governing with... Well, with inclusion from, from, from everyone, from the community. But if people aren't being actively engaged in all aspects on all levels, then it's like, okay, well, well then yeah. we're, not, we're not really having the, the viewpoint of the people the yeah. best way that we want to. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, a, what is it called? A democratic republic. Those two things mean different things, right? One of them is there's a structure of governing. The other is that you allow people to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so who who are we? Rep- how many different groups are represented represented inside of Travis County or even Travis Williamson? This group, right? Because I've I've seen things like TX25. Oh yeah. Um, I think when I was in Lake when I was in Lakeway, I was part of TX25, but now I'm somewhere else. Yeah. Now that I'm in Pflugerville. Yeah. But then, there's, because there's all these different maps, maybe can you just talk about the way um, the maps are different? Yeah, it gets really confusing figuring out all the districts because of the way we've uh, they've been sliced and diced. And we have five U.S. House districts in out of 36 in Texas that are partially in Travis County. Mm. And then they stretch out to San Antonio and to Katy near Houston mm. and just all different directions. Right, up near Waco. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we have five state house districts that are that are in Travis out of, out of 150. And then we have, I want to say four state senate districts partially in Travis uh, the 14th which is Senator Kirk Watson he's entirely in Travis mm. I think and then there's a few others that just have a little corner like Don Buckingham and yeah mm. so do you know all of the representatives like as a as a pre- you say you're a precinct chair mm-hmm. as a precinct chair is it your job to know all of the politics or like what what is your responsibility mm. as a precinct chair I guess that would probably be a question uh, so my main job is to keep my neighborhood, or, or, well, technically my election precinct, but it's more or less a neighborhood size mm-hmm. area is what it's intended to be, and just, and keep them as engaged and informed as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we do all come together as, as a group and you know, do things on, on a county level. So things like we endorsed a, um, um, you know, there was a school bond in um, Del Vale, in the Del Vale School District, mm-hmm. you know, so we endorsed that, and we endorsed uh, Victor Gonzalez for Mayor okay. Pflugerville, and we, you know, and we all went up there. And, well, some people already lived in Pflugerville, of course, mm-hmm. but you know, and, and knocked on doors for. Okay. You know, for his so, and what precinct are you in? Uh, I'm in, I'm in 241. It's Brentwood. So, precinct 241 in Brentwood. Is there a precinct in Pflugerville, or is there... precinct 241 our? My precinct. No, no, they're really oh. small. Yeah, okay. there's something like ten precincts in Pflugerville. Oh, okay, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Okay, and then yeah. so on the Facebook group that are the Pflugerville area Democrats. Yeah. There might be a number of precincts represented of those people who are doing talking. When, yeah. uh, even though I think the engage usually I see only one or two names. Yeah. Um, okay, got it. So it just so happens that you 
posted in that Facebook group. It doesn't mean that you um, cover Pflugerville necessarily. No. Okay, so this is random happenstance, then is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, basically. okay. Nice. I'm definitely going to win then. That's how I win shit. Randomly. Randomly. Oh, okay. Okay. I have, a, I, have a, I have a question. So, based okay. on the, the structure, nice. is the structure the same across counties in the state of Texas and then in the U.S.? Um, and it is also the same on, on other party sides? Yeah. It, it, yeah, it mostly works the, the same way. Um, you know, in less populated counties, they might have three or four precincts. Uh, Travis County has 274. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. 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 And what's that, the average size of each precinct? It's supposed to be five. Wait a minute. It's supposed to be 5,000 people. Okay. Yeah. So we would have a very, we being Travis County, are very politically active. Yeah. But because Travis County is split up and it stretches so far around Texas, yeah. its power and influence is diluted. Right. And that is what happens with gerrymandering. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, so 75% of the votes for U.S. House District members in Travis County last year were for Democrats. Mm-hmm. But four out of five of the representatives whose district is partially in Travis are Republicans. Oh, got it. <laughs> got it, got it. Okay. That's how that works. So the person that I voted for doesn't represent me. They represent somebody else who lives farther away. It just so happens that I'm a portion of their district. So my so what it means is my district is split up. Right. Not that it's a regional discussion. Yeah, right. so like okay. I live in TX10 and I voted for, which stretches to Katie. I voted for Mike Siegel, who was a Democrat, mm. but he lost. Uh, Michael McCall won. Mm. And that's because it stretches to Katie. Yeah. And, and what's going on on 290 and 71? Nothing. <laughs> but I, I guess the question, oh, okay, and then so population boom, right? Austin as a city continues to grow. As it grows, more people per district should be living there, right? So are there, is there enough growth in Austin to outweigh the um, dilution of these rural counties? Or do the districts include enough Republican-leaning metropolitan areas so that the number of votes still can outweigh the number of Democratic votes in a heavily populated center? Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, Well, years that end in zero are our best chance at overcoming gerrymandering. Okay. uh, Because the the maps are drawn in after the census, so they're drawn in years that end in one. So they were last drawn in 2011. Mm -hmm. And then you know people move in and out, and it so happens that Texas in the last decade has had a lot of. Uh, people moving into the state right. who lean more democratic, yeah. yeah, and so they they draw a lot of the they do a lot of the districts to be like sixty percent Republican, forty percent Democrat. Okay, and then more, de- but then more Democrats have moved in. So, if you wanted to change the distribution, what you would actually have to do is have Democrats move into rural places. Um, not necessarily. Just um, 
like for instance, all the all the Democrats that have moved into the Austin area mm. are now voting. Or, I mean, probably 80% of them are voting for those four out of five, you know, U.S. congressional districts that are currently held by Republicans. But is there enough people moving into Austin to overcome the fact that they're voting against, quote-unquote, some rural group that may also be growing? The rural group And the, assuming that the rural areas are... Um, Republican. I, that's an yeah, unfair are. assumption, but no, you're right. They are. Um, uh, but the, yeah, the rural areas are not growing. Okay, got it. Yeah, there, there are graphs of of turn of um, election results, and the Republicans have been flat since 2010. Okay, so the maps will be redrawn in 2021, right? 2021. Yeah. So it would be important that. It would then be important for the House now to put more Democrats in so that they have voice into that um, that effort. Right. So I want to back up for a second, guys, dig deeper into the, the redrawing, right? Mm -hmm. So the redrawing is based off of the census? Yeah. And the last time it was redrawn was 2011. Yeah. Yeah, a lot has happened since 2011. Yeah. <laughs> but then... Yeah, we got here. It, yeah, yeah, boomed. Austin, <laughs> Austin looked completely different. Yeah, but... But, yeah. but so then what happened... So then why... Or I guess... If we could dive a little bit deeper into... How does changes still happen between 2011... Between 2011 and now? Because I, I may be wrong, but Chris, why I've seen over the years... Many instances where people are up in arms about how districts are drawn yeah. and shaped over the 10 plus years. Yeah. So there's some... Are there other areas or other ways to, to redraw the districts other than just with the census? Uh, no, it's, re it's required to be based on okay. population. But the, I mean, the only thing we're using right now to let to judge population is the census. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. And that, that there's no other vehicle that we have to to address or get a more accurate account for for individuals here. We're not we're, and we're not comparing the census to anything. Not really. No. What 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 else would you use? So it's like because because that, that's the whole you know issue with the census, right? Because it's not accurate. Because there's certain people who are afraid to take the census, right? right? That's true. And, and then which then affects the budget. Yeah. And which so it's a whole bunch of implications as to why um, a, a, some supporters don't want people to be considered citizens because that affects right. the census and budget and then and then majority and all of that. I definitely oh, understand yeah. that. So then right now. We're getting data, but there's nothing for us to compare the data to actually yeah. know that what we're getting is accurate. And yeah, like, that's, that's true. Yeah, some people. Yeah, that's true. Some populations are hard to count. And they're going to be undercounted. Just just like with the election, like that's why it's a kind of throwing in elections is that um, I believe in full transparency with yeah. the elections. Yeah. It'll be the same thing like with with the census. Why? Are people afraid to not know who you are, where you are, yeah. what you're doing? Like, like, like well, what is it about us as people that we can't show who voted for who? It's like, hey, you're Republican, you're Democrat, independent. It's fine. I'm not going to agree with all of you all. Like, yes, I'm a Democrat, but there's other things where, according to tests I've taken, oh, I, I sometimes think Republican. Or sometimes right. I think libertarian. It's like, uh -huh. that. Why, why are we trying to put labels on it? Why can't I just be me, right? Have different yeah. viewpoints on different topics. Yeah. Um, so just like 
the census, just like uh, the elections, I see that th there's nothing that we are actually comparing the data to to ensure that what we that the data we have is accurate. Yeah. So I would say do the census twice, right? <clears throat> right? Or, you know, or count the number of students, or use the school population. Yeah, right? every every student has to go to school, and you know when kids are homeschooled. Yeah. Right. So yeah. could you base your population on your school district size? Yeah. But then it doesn't count for adults. What I'm saying is then just give them two. Just assume every child has. But then that's not accurate either, though. Yeah, but it's a better it's better than a whole home uh. with eight people in it, four kids. Uh, that better uh, let's see yeah. okay if I was going to count number of children in school and then just give them a three and a so for example mm -hmm. okay this is silly math we're going yeah. off topic now but yeah. I know that demographers play a big role in the decision to build a school and they're they're um, forecasting 20 years out mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. If a demographer can forecast and be accurate to the child, that means that we should be able to use a demographer to tell us what our census numbers should actually be. And then come back and say, this shit is off. Somebody's not being counted. So the demographer that's using that data points for the school, are they also, are they also using it for the hospital? For the police department for other I don't know that would be that's a community planning question mm -hmm. I don't know because in the in the volunteering that I was doing just in the school district one of the things that they were talking about um, is that the demographer 10 or 12 15 years ago accurately counted the number of students that would be in Lake Travis ISD 